to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. The Star Wars Sessions podcast. Part of the team loves a good Star Wars session. Absolute legends of Star Wars Sessions. This is the way, this is the way. Please welcome your hosts, Matt Hudson and Luke Bly. This is when fun begins. Good morning, afternoon or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy and welcome to Star Wars Sessions. Come for the Star Wars, stay for the Sessions. My name is Matt Hudson, aka Jabba the Hud, and joining me as ever here in the cockpit of the Essex Falcon, he's the greatest Star Wars man, fan and buddy out there, got great hair too. It's Master Blywalker, Luke Bly. How are you, friend? Oi, oi, Savaloy. I, I was a bit early then, I came in a bit strong. Uh, yeah, oi, oi, Savaloy. How on earth are you, Master Hudson? Oh, oh! <laughs> no, uh, but, however, to disappoint you, this is a Rubicon sparkling guava tonight. Oh, very of Rubicon. Rubicon. I thought right, uh, right, okay. Controversial, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, Rubicon mm-hmm. used to be a lot better before this, they changed the recipe with the sugar, like the the sugar, tax. sugar if, for those who don't know in the uk uh, there's, there's a sugar tax so if we want if you go to a fast food outlet and you want a full sugar pepsi other sodas are available you have to pay like an extra like 16p to have the full fat one otherwise you have to have a diet one it's all thanks yeah. to um local boy huh jamie oliver who hates sugar <laughs> so now we now we have less sugar and everything how dare he oh no how oh. dare he try to save my kids teeth <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But uh, talking of which, fine. <laughs> talking talking of which, oh my word, that is so. Did you even hear that? I heard. I really heard like Aesthetic. a really depressing kind of. It's because I've already opened it. I opened it earlier. <laughs> I, I do actually just have a cola with me. Pretty boring. Go, here we go. But, We've gone for this fizzy fizzy pop. I know, what what's going on today? We're like proper. We're we're, we're doing a proper American style show. Well, I know exactly why. And the, re- the reason why we're only having fizzy pop or soda will be revealed with our main discussion we, we thought booze might be too uh will, will only fuel us further but we'll get to that shortly yeah. i want to know how you're doing first oh uh, do you know what right i had a mad surprise today matty boy oh, yes. the missus the missus was like don't worry about doing dinner because i do a dinner a lot of the time on mondays now <laughs> don't worry about doing and dinner she, i've made myself some <laughs> she, yeah exactly exactly well she she was like listen um don't worry about that just and don't look in the kitchen or anything like that and she went oh okay, I was, okay. I was just on my laptop on the sofa she went oh i've just got to pop to uh the the supermarket so you couldn't turn around well she brought back something and she was like don't look don't look and then it was ready really quick i was like hang on what's going on here <laughs> she got one of those boil in the bags yeah, you know, yeah. like, yeah, like yeah. fish like she got lobster and it's lobster. got like the, salt, the like butter and all that within it isn't it and all that yeah it it's ridiculous ridiculous mate she got it from like uh in in my town in baz good old baz there baz. is like an african lady yep. who does it from her house oh yes <laughs> i'm not even joking you kept so this a like, secret i've lob- been to your house to do commentaries matt, and you know to be fair we had tacos and jerk chicken matt matt this is a new thing i swear okay, she's like okay. just moved into the town like it's a new thing because we've been we've been to like london for this kind of thing and there are people that we, we've driven like an hour to go to a place like this a boil in the back place but we got lobster we got shrimp potato sweet corn Damn. Like all of, all of these like 
chicken sausages, like all of this stuff. And the lobster, the lobster tail was actually the best lobster I've ever had. Bro, now, I bro. know we're a Star Wars podcast, but we, we talk about food a lot. And we know the listeners kind of love it. So well, what's, um, listen, there's loads of Star Wars coming. There is yeah, yeah. so much Star Wars coming. That rubbish coming. To- First up, ball in the bag sessions. What's our next commentary? It's, uh, I think for our patrons, it'll be solo a Star Wars story. So I'm thinking a ball in the bag session with that. I'll it is, that. isn't it? It is solo. Yeah, man, I'll be chipping oh, in with a ball in the bag. Mm. Well, what else is in the bag, Matty boy? Uh, Here's a se- hang on, hang on. Listen to this segue. Listen to this segue. <clears throat> what else is in the bag, you ask? Well, the Bad Batch recap, episode 15, <laughs> is in the bag. There we go. <laughs> Thank you. Thank yeah. you, Matt. Thank As you very Lalo much. Ren said, I mean, it's quite apparent what he means, but if you didn't know, for the last 15 weeks, which are quite silly, four months, we have been dropping uh, recaps, spoiler-heavy recaps of the Bad Batch every Friday afternoon slash evening. Our penultimate one dropped last week on the Star Wars Sessions podcast feed. We only have one, so it's all nice and easy for you. Um, and we dive into, as I say, the penultimate episode of season one. Not going to say what we thought about it here. Go listen to the episode if you haven't already. And of course, in a few days' time, will be the finale of season one. So if you're digging the Bad Batch, do tune in next week for our Bad Batch recap finale. So looking forward to that, aren't we, mate? Yes, I, 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 I am. Well, I am. Go, go listen to my thoughts on the recap, but after exactly. the show, because because the main show is always good bants. You yeah, know, go, so. listen, go listen to what we have to say, and you may be slightly surprised. But I will leave you on that because I've been rudely interrupted by it in the background because I can hear those bombastic chimes of Big Ben Kenobi, which only means one thing, mate. Uh, it must mean, mate, boy. It must mean it's the galactic news round. <laughs> StarWars.com have announced the Lego Star Wars Terrifying Tales will release on Disney+. The animated special will premiere on the 1st of October. On a recent earnings call, EA have confirmed that they will continue to invest in the Jedi Fallen Order franchise. For fans of classic toys, Star Wars will be releasing a retro-style R2-D2 Tamagotchi digital pet, which will be priced at £19.99. And the world of Star Wars has been remembering the life and legacy of Lucasfilm author and historian J.W. Rinsler, who passed away recently aged 58 after a long battle with cancer. And Star Wars Session sends our thoughts and condolences to his family and loved ones. Hi, this is Brendan Wayne from The Mandalorian, and you're listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. unlike any other, it's not an attraction, nor is it a land, nor is it a hotel. It's a journey, 
and if you've ever dreamed of traveling on a starship, your time has come. I'm incredibly excited to announce it's called Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser, and it's an all-new vacation experience coming to Walt Disney World. Guests will check in for a multi-day adventure aboard a glamorous starship. On board, you'll interact with characters and become active participants in stories that will unfold all around you. And you'll even have a court day in Batuu. Inside the pavilion, you see a model of the Star Cruiser itself, called the Halcyon. And you'll get a look at some incredible visuals from the ship. For the first time, it's real. We've traveled to the far reaches of the galaxy. We got recruited by the Resistance. And now, we're ready. Come on, Dad. We gotta go save the ship. No. We're gonna save the galaxy. We said up top that uh, we've gone for the fizzy carbonated soft drinks tonight because I've had to hold Blyla in back to this week. He's been like a rabid dog. I've had to put a muzzle on and everything for what we're talking about. <laughs> tonight, we're talking about the cost of fandom. The news that the Galactic Star Cruiser, uh, the prices and itinerary have dropped. StarWars.com, Disney, Walt Disney World, they've all dropped the prices uh, with a little video of what to expect at the uh, extremely high-end immersive hotel and um it's caused a bit of a stir online because it would seem that the price that they are offering the price points are possibly a little bit higher than the majority of people had thought or anticipated ahead of time so tonight we're going to be giving our thoughts on you know the, what we think about the announcement in the first place and the star cruiser itself you know, we know how you know does it look good does it look bad is it worth it the money that they want and also the itinerary. So they want this money, but what do we get out of it? And then mm. uh, we'll be giving our thoughts and opinions through all of that. But up top, um, we will give our thoughts on the, S- the Galactic Star Cruiser in general. So when, when you heard that this was being uh, becoming a reality, were you, uh, were you excited by the idea of it uh, before, before we knew anything about it? Because we've known about this for a while now, haven't we? Before the dark times. <laughs> Before the <laughs> Empire. Before um, yes. Yes, mate. No, um, I I always thought this was a crazy cool concept. I know we um, heard it at D23 2019, yep. I believe. Uh, Bob Chapek there telling us that. That's that's the audio you just heard. And, you know, at the at the time I thought, man, that sounds that's that that sounds really, really cool. Like a Star Wars LARP, like live action role playing yep. style hotel i mean what's not to love and it was kind of being labeled as a cruise like an adventure um and for that to kind of be so to 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 live alongside galaxy's edge i Mm -hmm. thought well yeah it's almost like a no-brainer i get it and i think it just sounds amazing and as like little bits of information kind of dropped into Star Wars fandom, Star Wars news, and onto the internet in general, Mayboy, I thought, man, I I can't wait to experience this one day. And I always thought up top, I always thought, well, it's going to be expensive. Disney isn't a cheap place, is it? <laughs> you know, you you've been to Florida. You, I think you even said that the other way. Didn't I've been you? to Florida. I've been to Paris. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's not cheap it's it's not cheap never has been cheap um and it's always kind of been seen as that premium brand of theme park so you know expense is always going to be there um so i would say i was always looking forward to this matty boy not as much as galaxy's edge but part of me thought well you never know one day i might be able to do both i might be able to Mm -hmm. on on a trip to galaxy's edge stay at the star cruiser for a little bit then then move on move along move Move along but i don't know i don't know what do you think how how excited were you for this like before before we heard anything else um kind of kind of excited because um at the time like galaxy's edge and all that just seemed like a it seemed like a long way away because it's expensive and you know with pandemics and that going on it kind of felt like a pipe dream so i don't get too excited in case it's like in case i'm like 50 by the time i end up going no that's more now that's more of a um reality to be uh, happening sooner rather than later which is good news but so i was always kind of like this is cool this is novel i like the idea of it i like you know i'm happy for everyone who'll be able to go but um obviously before we knew anything else about it you know Mm. it could i in my in my head i always think well you know how could it go what 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 would it be like if it's good what would be like if it's not if it was good i always thought this could be pretty sweet this could be really really cool an immersive star wars hotel where everyone's in character they said this is what we knew but i also Mm. thought what happens if it's not very good what happens if you get there and it's you know it's not particularly great or nobody's really getting involved no one's joining in you know how's that going to work is that going to ruin your immersion so i was kind of looking at it from the outside trying to be as practical as possible and like you i don't think it's going to be cheap because you know Mm -hmm. disney isn't disney is a premium and walt disney world and uh, paris and california as well they're you know they're they're big deals you get what you pay for i I don't know many people who have been to any of the parks and have come out disappointed because Mm. disney just know how to disney know customer experience put it like that so i never thought it'd be cheap cheap uh, and obviously the more we've been hearing about it, you know, it's, it's piqued my interest in seeing some of the pictures that have come out over the last year. Well, you know, I've been into the idea of it, but, um, it, it never quite grabbed me as much as the idea of going to Galaxy's Edge. And I know that may seem a bit odd because Galaxy's Edge is in itself an entire land, whereas this is just a, you know, a hotel. But, you know, Galaxy's Edge feels, feels like, so if I had to spend the money on one or the other, it would definitely be Galaxy's Edge, um, rather than an immersive hotel. But if I had the chance to, I would have, liked it but now we've uh obviously got the news that star wars disney and all those people have dropped the price so we all wanted to know how much is it going to cost to stay here you know is it going to cost like that must be like 400 bucks a night 800 bucks a night i know it's going to be it's going to be pretty expensive you thought luke do you want me to read out how much it's going to cost you to stay there mate uh let's let's crack on with it mate Right. Let's crack on. Luke Bly and his wife to stay in the Galactic Star Cruiser for two nights for two people, $4,809, which works out to about £4,400. If, you, if you've got two adults and you want to take along one kid, you're only allowed to take one. So if you've got two kids, sorry, one's got to stay at home. Three people, $5,299, £885 per night. For four people, three adults and one kid, because everyone's got a three adult family and one you know, child, but $6,000 starting price, or about $750 per guest per night. So even before we look at the itinerary, for you, if you, if you were going to go with your wife, uh, if I was going to go with someone, best part of five grand before, but that, that's not including tickets to the park, I don't believe. It's certainly not including flights and anything else, mate. Uh, you got that kind of money you want to drop? 
Mate. Matt. I don't get it. It's expensive. Matt, the Ritz is expensive. <laughs> the Plaza Hotel in New York City is expensive. That thing in that Dubai Burj Khalifa, that's expensive. Yeah, the Burj Al Arab, that's the one you're thinking of. The one in the sea. That's the seven-star thing. That's the only yeah. seven-star one in the world, yep. Uh, Burj Al Arab. Yeah, there's... Uh, mate, uh, see, I know my buildings. Uh, I love the building. Yeah, but there is actually... In the yeah. Khalifa, there's like the Armani Hotel, I think. Yeah, I bet that's cheaper, Matty boy. It probably let, is. Right, okay. You don't get to see a Wookiee, but it's cheaper. Matt, no, Matty boy, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Next year, if I were to book two nights in the Ritz uh, in London in Mayfair... Um, it would cost me about a thousand pounds. So I'm just guesstimating that's about 1,200, 300 US. Ticket to get up there. Fine. Yes, exactly. Now the Plaza, New York City, 1,250 pounds. We bit, you know, convert into US dollar, made 1,400, 500 US dollars. You get the picture. It isn't 4,800. And nine dollars. It's not four thousand four hundred pounds, Matty boy. Like, nope. I, this is going to be. I don't think people understand. This is actually going to be one of the most expensive accommodations for for like the general public. Yeah, that is the the, the in the world. Like Matt, like actually, if we do the research, yeah. Now I'm not ta- I'm not taking into consideration things that are like for the super 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 elite wealthy, the one percent, Matty boy. This is expensive. No, it very, is, very expensive. Two people, mate. It's a lot. It really, really is a lot. And it is. Uh, you oh know me, devil's I mean, advocate, you here, mate. If the only thing I'm going to say is because I, I can judge listeners, and I know we'll have some people saying what people will be saying is yes, the Ritz in London and New York are cheaper. But what do you get from it? You get a really nice room, you get some nice food, and you get the and you get the the privilege of staying there. You don't get mm. what's on offer at Star Cruiser. So um, just to just to kind of play to to hit the ping pong ball back at you, Olympics has just finished. Um, well done, Team GB. Uh, there, there is that, and again, yeah. we, we will go into the itinerary. And I don't disagree with you. I want, I, I, I do want you to know that because we are very much cut from the same cloth when it comes to this argument or this opinion. But just for you know, just just for the other side through the looking glass, there will be people mm. saying, "Well, you know, you, I don't want to pay fourteen hundred dollars to go and stay at that hotel in New York because I just get a bed and room." When it, when it when it all comes down to it, you get a nice bar, you get a nice probably like a heart shaped uh, hot tub. I know that's the motels, um, but what do you get back from it? So there will be people saying that uh, whether or not yeah, again, whether or not true. I want to spend more money on the fact that I can get served by a Jedi, I don't know. But um, yeah, there, there there is that, and but it is expensive, mate. Whatever, whichever way you want to look at it, and I've got thoughts and opinions, and also like kind of bullet points to that you know because there will also be people saying well it's not that expensive and and i totally get that we will get to that but up top this is i think more expensive than most people thought especially when you look at that two people for two nights is nearly five thousand dollars and that's more than it costs to get into the park and go to galaxy's edge and harry potter world and all these other cool things that are in and around the area you can go to all those cool things yeah uh, and spend less (laughs) and that's what i think is getting people's backs up a bit because it's a phenomenal idea, isn't it? Yeah, it, it is, really mate. is a phenomenal idea. I love and the idea I'm, of it. 
I'm not saying that this was ever going to be cheap. And I know that at the end of the day, Disney is a business and it's there to earn money. That's what Lucasfilm exists for. These are businesses. These aren't just here to please us. They're there to pay people's wages at the end of the day. And it's trying to balance both, right? Yeah. But when you think of the Walt Disney brand in, in, in particular, Matty boy. And like you said, you've been to uh, Disney World Florida. I've been to Disney World Florida. I've, I've not been to any of the other Disney pl- mm-hmm. parks like yourself. But when when you think of Disney and when you think of Disneyland, Disney World, these things, you know, what do you think of? You think Money. Of, well, you do. You think of the experience. You, you, you're, you're whisked away, aren't you? Would you say that you think of family? I think of family. I think of... Uh, I think of like a, almost like a once in a lifetime. That's for our internationalists. If you live near the parks, you know, be lucky you. But for a lot of people, if you've got a family of three, four, five, you may only ever go to these places once. So you yeah. kind of take in as much as you can. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But it, you, it, it's a family thing, isn't it? You're like, yeah. have you ever met someone who, I mean, you might even feel like this yourself, mate, boy, you, you know, you do think about your litlands, your, 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 your children, and I know many people do think about their children just in general. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <always laughs> <to> do that. <laughs> yeah. Top tip for parents. 101. Yeah, look after um, your kids. Yeah. Do that. Give them uh, boil in a bag lobsters. Oh, and shrimp. oh that's so right. good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Potatoes. Potatoes. Boil in a bag shrimp, sticking in a stew. Lord of the yeah. Rings sessions. Anyway, oh. sorry, sir. Yes. Oh. Family. Kids. Oh, right. But when you look at your kids, you do go, oh, man, I can't wait to take them to Disney. Yes. Don't 100%. you? Like, doesn't, I was saying so, this earlier on, mate. So many people do that. And, you know, I do appreciate that that's not possible or plausible for, for so many people. I, you know, I, I, I do get that because that was my family. I wasn't able to go until I was an adult. And I, I actually, like, took my mum. I took um, Arely and, mm-hmm. you, you know, it was, it was just a completely different circumstance. But as of a course. kid, my mum and dad did what they could. But we can never afford Disney, not even in France. In fact, we went to we went to we, while in France. We were staying in like uh, not far from Disneyland, but we couldn't mm-hmm. afford Disneyland. We went to a theme park called Park Asterix, which is like an yeah, Asterix, Asterix Noblet Noblet. Land. Yeah, that's yeah. Geezers, yeah. It, mate. It was actually sick. I can't even lie. It was actually so good, so good, so good, so good. Dan the Lorian. Oh, he loves it. Yeah, I um, never went there. Well, I wish I had gone there though. I used to love it. It was as good, a kid. man. It was good, but that it hasn't like going back to my original one. It hasn't got the brand like gravity, the gravitas to it, like Disney. You know, it's one of those things. It's just like programmed into our culture. And I'll be honest, mate. When I went to Disney, you know, for the first time in what was it, 2016, mm-hmm. I was thoroughly impressed yeah i mean really impressed i mean they 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 really do their homework they really sort out their parks i mean they're just there isn't anywhere like it and i do think it has that just such appeal but the place isn't the same without families there you know without seeing litlands there without seeing teenagers with their parents and uh, like it just it doesn't have the same atmosphere that is what i think adds to the magic Mm -hmm. and with the galactic star cruiser mate i can't help but feel i look at those numbers i look at the the limitation on who can go there like very specific numbers on the amount of guests and that kind of thing and i think to myself mate this is very niche 
yeah very 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 niche like who's gonna who's who can spend money on this and i I know matty boy there's people that are listening to this that that can and will and i get i get that and more more power to go for it more power to be like i see so i i know people uh the the you know have completely different means to me but you know they're spending money on xyz and you know okay fair enough you can do that it's your money do whatever you want but i just think mate this is mad it's a mad amount and it's a shame i I can't help but feel and i'm just being very honest right now very transparent i just i I do feel like it's a wee bit of a shame that there's going to be literally millions and it is millions of people who want to go to this who will look at that and go dream on i'm never doing that i'm never doing that And, and the people who can afford this matty boy are they star wars geeks i'm sure there are I'm sure there are, and they're, they're, like I said, there's people listening to this that are, but are the majority? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It just seems, it just seems really ill-conceived. It just doesn't seem like there was actually a lot of thought on the price points to this. Maybe I'm wrong. What, what do you think? I think it's really stupid. Um, <laughs> just to call it what it is, I think it's ridiculous. I think it's honestly, I think it's a cash grab of the highest order. And it really is because and as it, I don't know how rigid are they on that? Because let's say, um, let's say you've got two kids and you want to take both of them. You know, it seems to be very specific when it says two adults and one child that they're, you can only bring one child with you. Yeah, it now, seems weird, mate. I mean, I'm sure it seems really that, random. Got three kids, can I bring? I'm sure they'll say yes, but they'll hype that price up. And these might just be example prices, but they are very specific about we really only want mostly adults here, which, like you say would probably uh you know the immersion might be higher because the adults are paying and they want to get into spirit a bit more but it's all about the kids and star wars still to me as a 30 something year old man is about the kids and it always will be when we went yeah. to nerd base um i mean especially my especially my little daughter how she reacted to chewy the whole day she spent with chewy the whole yeah, day because she, um, she's asleep next door but she, she believed that was the real chewy and still does and it was like the wonder emanating from her beautiful little face is like I mean, that's what it's all about. And something like the Galactic Star Cruiser, the Halcyon is what the ship's going to be called. Um, it's a star cruiser known throughout the galaxy for its impeccable service and exotic destinations. Mm. I just really think that they are pricing a lot of the people at the market. And it does make me think, though, on your point, my friend, there will be lots of Star Wars fans, diehard, who will go to this. But and how, I'm going to try and word this delicately, but are they, do you, th- well, I think they are, are they aiming for a a certain type of clientele. You know, we only want the people who can afford to stay here. We don't want anyone just coming overrunning this. We only want certain people who can afford this comfortably. If you, if you know what I'm saying, well, what it looks like to me, because it's, you know, it, Disney isn't cheap, but it's no. not usually this expensive. Right. Um, yeah. In short, of course they're aiming it at people who can afford it right i mean matt who do you know spends like five grand on two nights well this is it i mean we I, don't, know, I don't know many people can do that i mean I, it's and to I, a lot of people that for that five grand will go on a two-week holiday and you mentioned family oh man yeah. i can't wait to go to galaxy's edge or just disney world in in, in general but now i mean i'm in a position in life which i wouldn't change for the world but i wouldn't 
I wouldn't conceive of going to Disney World without right. taking my right. little nipper with me. It just doesn't, you know, I wouldn't ever be able to say, oh, daddy's going to Disney World. Am I coming? Nope. <laughs> Matt and Luke. Yeah, yeah, Matt and no, Luke. I'm going with Luke. Shut up, Olivia. Yeah. <laughs> Luke, put this five year old dress on. Um, just, just because. Yeah, but I couldn't imagine yeah. it. Obviously, uh, if I was going to go by myself, I mean, if it was yeah. like a, if it was a work slash journo job, then it's a different story. But if I was just going to go for a vacay, then of course I'd take my nipper because that's just what it's all about. And I think, and you are right there, mate. And if you look at the um, promotional images of Galaxy's Edge, uh, um, sorry, the Halcyon, the Star Cruiser, it's there's a lot of kids in there. And, you know, they're, they're saying, they're almost saying this is for more for the kids than the adults. But those example prices are also saying, I mean, they pick, say that. Your kids is a favourite. They say that, but like uh, kids will literally be outnumbered by uh, adults, like, like two to one, go, three to yeah. one. Well, they will right? Be. So uh, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Okay. But um, yeah, I, I, I think, I, I just think it's mad, mate. Well, I've I got just, a question I, for you. And I, I would love to see what the numbers will be because there are going to yes. be people that. No, I think it will do even, well initially, even, though. Mate, boy, even what you just said, mate, about like our circumstances and stuff, like we're not like, dare I say, right now in our life, right? you know, we're, we're not going like two person. We're not like really poor people. No, and we and we live in an expensive part of the world, but we also have benefits to that. Yeah, we live in like the not greater. We we live in like greater greater London. Mm-hmm. Right? We we are part right of that London orbital. Yeah, we're part of that London like um satellite kind of belt. And we've you know, got the we London have, look. Yeah, we have the Yeah, <laughs> we have the London look. And we get do you know we we get the benefits of being near that too. Yes, yeah. Like and 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 you know, we we're just we're not like many people, even in our own country, but around the world there are so many people that, that would, would you know, don't even earn this maybe in <laughs> like a, a year time, or, yeah. or, or, or two or three or four or five years. And, you know, and this is a thing targeted at wealthy people. There's no two ways about it. And that in and itself isn't is, a bad thing. Let's just get that out there. No, because that's what, that's what Apple is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's what Apple is. But Apple has become mainstream because it is, again, I'm not going to get, I don't want to go on a diversion too much. Apple is the greatest marketing company in history they are absolutely outstanding at marketing apple can sell you something that is literally outdated it's literally old technology but they make it seem new they they are geniuses and they they do a lot of other things they have a lot of things that they do brilliantly anyway uh, I'm not a massive Apple fanboy, by the way. I'm pretty neutral when it comes to like, yeah, tech stuff. But, any, but anyway, it just seems like, I don't know, man, because even Apple is, is it's a luxury that is still almost in the hat, almost achievable for so many people. It's like Starbucks, right? Starbucks and coffee. The reason people love that kind of stuff is because it's an affordable luxury, Matty Boy, mm, right? Yeah. You know, people might think, oh, you know, a grand on a handbag, you know, that's too expensive. Can't do that. But then they, they, they have like no second thoughts about spending five pounds on a cup of coffee. <laughs> I know. Which is mad. And it's because it's an accessible, affordable luxury. It's how actually, uh, fashion houses like Hermes, like Louis Vuitton and Chanel, they earn most of their profit margins through small products like belts and wallets. They don't put prices on their, on their products because as the, as the old saying goes, if you have to look at the price tag, you can't afford it. Yeah. 
and but they earn most of their what i'm saying is they they earn most of their money from very small things that have yep. high markups and the big things they actually don't earn tons of money from um because it's accessible yep. like people yes it's super expensive but a few hundred quid that's way more expensive accessible this is neither of those things do you know what I mean? Like, it's not even slightly accessible. I'd argue what even what you were saying earlier about a once in a lifetime thing. Yes, that's that's a fact for many people, especially yep. Europeans or people yeah, from, coming from a different continent. And yet, going to Disney, it's an aff- almost an affordable luxury. Maybe affordable is the wrong word, but it is. Do you know what I mean? This is yeah, an it's an achievable it's, luxury for, it's for a lot an of people. Another level, Matty boy. This is. Well, this isn't. You I've were got a question ask for you on this, mate. Sorry, I got it. No, Go I got on. a question for you on this one, mate. Because, like I say, we're we're based in the UK. We have a lot of listeners around the world who may or may not agree with this. I think a lot, by the, from what we've here heard, a lot of you do. But um, also, there'll be people in 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 America who will think, you know, I can do this, especially in and around the parks. But the question mm. I wanted to, cause, but even then, that ain't going to be the case for a lot of people. So, <laughs> whilst I was kind of thinking about this at work today and just sort of. Kind of trying to drum my thoughts up on it. One of the questions was, and this may be a short yes or no, but because I knew you know, how you were going to approach is similar to me, but are we annoyed or frustrated or disappointed because we can't comfortably afford it now? Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not something which we could, like w- me and you, if we really wanted to, you know, mm. next year or 18 months time, we, we could go to Galaxy's Edge for a week. I believe we could do that comfortably. Are we annoyed that we're like, you know, we, 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 I find this price too much because I can't comfortably do it right now? Or is it because it really is outrageous? I, Matty boy, I don't want to be, I'm not one of those, like, I can afford this. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be one of those guys. I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to be, I'm not in two months time. We can go. Let's go in two months' time. We'll go. Doesn't matter about anything. We, we've got everything else to sort. You know, bills, rent, uh, mortgage, yeah. food, yeah. Uh, every I, other payment. You know, doesn't work. Doesn't matter about that. We can afford to go I, comfortably. Yeah, I, I, mate. <laughs> I I think even with you know you know there's this thing right you you know when you see billionaires like walking around and stuff they're wearing just like really basic stuff you look at george lucas guys wearing just like new balances or whatever asics and (laughs) jeans you know and uh i'll tell you a little story actually like my my missus used to she's kind of moved out of it because she can't spend as much time on it but she used to be a baker she used to do wedding cakes the wealthiest client she's ever had. And my, my missus did phenomenal cakes, but as she edged her way into the market, she was more competitively priced than luxury cake makers. But I, I, I and I'm not just saying this, she was at a luxury level, right? Now, it's mad that so many people who are working class um, would go out of their way to, to get the luxury cake makers mm-hmm. and get these cu- cakes that do cost thousands and thousands of pounds. So I suppose... I'll get back to that in a second. But anyway, um, and it's the really, really wealthy people that would really look for a bargain. I always find that was funny, you know, and that's, that's actually something rich. that, yes, that is true. It's very t- <laughs> true. It's wealth retention. Yep. And, it, you know, the, which even goes to, 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 to prove the point even more that maybe, you know, this kind of thing, it's going to attract either people who are really like scraping the pennies together or people who just can comfortably afford it or, mm-hmm. or like people who are really just adore Star Wars. So maybe I'm wrong on this, but I think that you with your question, mate, I just think 
even if I could comfortably afford this, which I think I could, um, even sooner or, or, or later down the line, I could try and make it work. Like PSG are making, trying to make it work with Messi, uh, <laughs> football bloke. Oh, yep. oh, no, we're not talking about football. Not talking Star Wars. Um, you know, it, I, I would still feel bad about mm-hmm. spending that kind of money. I just, I just wouldn't feel right. It, part of me would feel like, mm, I'm not sure if this is right. However, here's the, th- here's the funny thing. Cause this is, this might just be my personality and I'll level with you right now. I am known for being a little bit of a penny watcher. Like I am known for bargains. And mate, boy, you know I love a bargain. He does. Right? So maybe I am looking at this. Like maybe I am being too skeptical. Maybe I am being too harsh. Maybe I am overreacting. But my gut tells me this isn't right. No, that's, that's my gut, enough, mate. Right? And, it, and, and my gut tells me, actually, if you were to price it as a, you know, as someone who likes business, so, uh, my gut tells me if you were to lower this a little bit, the demand would go up. Well, I think it, well, of course it would. Yeah. Like same with, same with most things. If it's same with those Hermes bags or um, Louis Vuitton shoe, whatever, but handbags, um, purses, uh, yeah. whatever it might be, they're expensive. You know, to a lot of people there, it's a, it's a luxury just out of reach, but you lower the prices more and more people get it. But, but then does that take away from that, boutique feel of it that does that take away from that kind of unique feel that only if only a few people have these if everybody's got it you know is that do they want the galactic star cruiser to be so high end um so it retains that kind of almost like mythical quality to so yeah. many people but with that with great uh power comes great responsibility as well because then they've got to live up to that but i think I mean, in terms of like yeah comfortably afford it there's not do or do or not there is no try when it comes to this i mean but <laughs> it comes down to like you say, even even if even if we could comfortably afford it, where well, we haven't got to try, we can just do. You know, we can we can ditch work for two weeks. You know, we we can di- we haven't got to worry about family and that. We can just go. What I, I'm whereas you're very thrifty and bargainy, um, which is which is best way to be. Uh, you know, my, as I've done already on this show, I like to think of you know I like to think of all the other alternatives. Mm. Five grand just for the hotel. I think what uh, that, that I look. Don't get me wrong. Of course, I'd love to stay in an immersive Star Wars hotel, but what could I do with that five grand? Or where could I go with that five grand? I want to go to Hobbiton, man. I want to go to New Zealand to see the both the islands. I want to I want to go on an air a helicopter across the island. I want to see Hobbiton to go to, all that kind of stuff. I could do that with five grand, and it, and I'd get a lot more out of it as well. Um, what else I could do? I could buy so much stuff with five grand. I could well, obviously I could put it in my daughter's savings. Mm-hmm. But is I always think about before I press buy like yeah am i, I missing out on anything else here and there's always that and I, again that, that's a, a me thing rather than a you know disney aren't forcing me to do that because if i had if i had a million quid in the bank i'd, I'd press buy that a second thought because i could yeah. comfortably do it but i just wanted to kind of ask that is there, is there, is there a lot of uproar be, simply because the the common person on the street i.e you and me aren't necessarily able to just do it now you know, without right. shuffling a few things, is is that what it is? If it was two grand for two, if, if it is two thousand pounds for two people for two nights, would there be such an uproar because it is more achievable for more people? That's. I just wanted to kind of get that out of the way. Are we all coming at this from a position where, because we may or may not being priced out of the market, are we then looking at it as a negative when in fact there's a reason why it's being we're being it's it's coming at a premium cost and we. What, the, what, what's what do you think the reason is? 
well, I was going to say the benchmark for that is what are they offering? What are they offering for right. two thousand pounds each or two and a half grand each almost for two nights? Mm. So you know, I'd uh, you know, I'd want to go to space. I'd want to actually fight Darth Vader. I'd want to go to. I'd, I'd well, want to take the out for a drink for two and a half grand. <laughs> I mean, what <laughs> yeah. are they offering, Luke? What are they offering? Well, we've got the itinerary here, right? And it, we've got the day one, the day two, and the day three. Day three uh, looks good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you, oh, mate, it's an absolute joke. Right. So you arrive at the terminal. Let's zoom in a little bit here. So, cause we've got the little, we've got the little itinerary thing. And you, you can, uh, Google this if you want to follow along with us. Just Google the, uh, Galactic <laughs> Star Cruiser so itinerary. I'm just it, right? And, yeah. uh, Okay. Right. So you launch launch pod to Star Cruiser. That's really immersive. I bet that's really fifteen cool. minutes. Yeah, I'm not going to go yep. through the timing. Fifteen Don't minutes. Worry. Ship orientation. So I'm assuming because this is so standardised, you all have to arrive at this certain time. And yes. who you're arriving with, that's who you're stuck in this building with, because that's what it is, by the way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> for you know a few days, you have um the light refreshments. So you're given like the you know galactic Coca Cola, uh, <laughs> lessons it's only half an um, hour though yeah half an hour half an so hour. learn this game in half an hour okay learn this game oh i'm just getting right end of yeah See exactly ya. i like this oh, no okay more. no more so back for you mate mate any game any tabletop that's really worth playing you can't flip in doing no, half no. an hour that's the start uh muster is that muster that's uh like a naval thing isn't it uh, like, I uh, or a military, what that means. military thing it's like isn't that when everyone like lines up and stuff and uh, it's I ready for given what comes next yeah captain's reception is next it's been half an hour this is a guy a pat on the back. so i'll be honest i'll be honest from arrival which is 1 p.m it's now 4 30 not a lot's happened You've, you've played to back for Not, half an hour, but then how many people are there going to be doing this at the same time? Oh, I don't so, know. 300? I don't know. Who cares? Like 60? I don't know. I'm being too negative. I don't look. I'm, I'm half of me. I'm just playing up to well, this, no, We really. have to be. Not negative, but when you're paying this much, and again, broken record, there will be people out there saying, guys, it isn't that expensive. For a lot of people around the world, it is. So we want, we're, we're basically breaking this down to say, right, are we actually going to get value for money? At the end of this itinerary, can we turn around and say, do you know what, actually? I'd pay. I'd pay that amount of money for that. Yeah, let's Obviously. see. Let's see. So, what's next? Let's you've got see. your dinner. So, right, you've got dinner. your reception with old, old Captain Blackbeard. Dinner featuring live music, five thirty till seven. That actually does sound pretty cool. That wouldn't. I mean, that that that's fine. You know, a nice colo clawfish, um, <laughs> and in that, you know, it's going to be served by. Uh, so, uh, again, somebody in character. So you get, and let's not forget as well. Throughout all of this, every member of staff is in character. They are characters. So you're yeah. going to have, you're going to feel like you're there. So you're going to have the live music. You're going to have um, the Max Rebo band or something playing. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> Max Rebo, Johnny Olaf. He loves, loves it. that. Uh, unexpected story moment. Oh no, we've got the outer rim regalia before that. Matty boy, the unexpected but scheduled at seven thirty. Story. Oh, no. <laughs> so, for example, <laughs> you, you might give your metal to join an elite smuggling ring or hide a stowaway oh. to help the resistance. But that's only half an hour. And again, this is, I don't mean to sound negative, but an unexpected story moment. But you, it feels rushed. Half an hour. I don't hmm. know. I don't know anything about what the, any of this entails. So maybe half an hour is actually too long. Yeah. Top level, it doesn't feel very long. So for this unexpected story moment, what if, what if everyone's like, "Oh, I want to be the resistance." And I know I want to be the smuggler. I don't want to be. I'm going to have to break yeah. character very quickly. Imagine that you got 
you got like 30 people on board, 60 people on board. They're like, what are you all smugglers? Yeah. <laughs> like, about, who's the stowaway? I want, no, I want to be the stowaway. Oh, that six year old kid's a stowaway. Ah, I've paid for this. I'm the one yeah. who fronted up the cash. He ain't. I'm the stowaway. This is exactly uh, as, what I as that happens. Bob Chapek just like Slaps looks me. at you in the camera, winks slowly and goes, <laughs> I got your money. You're a stowaway. (laughs) And I'm going to kick you out the Star Cruiser now. (laughs) Because you're a stowaway. I've got your money. He blows his nose on my $50 bills. Yeah. Right. So what what excitement comes next? Bridge training. Okay. So So that's good. Learn to play play bridge. Uh, No, that's (laughs) obviously like, you know. Five minutes for that. Yeah. And then there is a special, there's special entertainment. Um, that's uh, 15 minutes so your, your day ends at 15 minutes not, what is that a juggler coming in like, oh, whoa no, just, the balls <laughs> at you. get out uh, so your day, whoa, mine, day one mine there cowboy <laughs> day one starts at one o'clock and it ends in theory at 8.45 so that's seven hours 45 minutes on day one and you've crammed in a little bit day day two obviously this is kind of like your full day you, breakfast seven till eight um, then you get your transport shuttle to Batu, and I suppose it, you get on the rides now because from get, from when you get to Batu, you are shuttled straight to the Star Wars Rise of the Resistance ride. So you get to go on that, and you're guaranteed. Um, that's that's pretty dope because you can't really do that here. any other way. Yeah, no, oh. exactly. You, you you kind of have the roulette, the Sabak game, which you just learnt of actually getting in or not, um, and then for twenty minutes unexpected story moment so you might be brokering a deal for a heist you might arrange to steal a ship from the first order but you've got 20 minutes to make that happen before you get to go on millennium falcon smugglers run so you get you get rise of resistance a story moment and to be fair i'd probably love all of that uh and, and this smugglers is run. while you're actually on ga- in, like in galaxy's edge so this is in galaxy's edge this isn't actually any star cruiser um then you get lunch at docking bay seven and cargo and then you go back pretty cool then you go back to the star cruiser so you get to batu at about 25 past 8 a.m and you're back in the star cruiser for 12:50. so you're there for about what three and a half four hours um again it feels quite long and then uh, once you get back to the star cruiser from one o'clock to half past one is lightsaber training which is one of the things that they've i think they've leaned quite heavily on is you can you know train of a lightsaber hmm that's what it yeah. seems to me. Um, but <laughs> yeah, yep, I know. Yeah. I know. Um, uh, to be honest, yeah. I'd rather hit up Martin Mead. He can show me how to sw- twirl a lightsaber. That man you is. You want to punch Martin Mead? <laughs> how would That's I know? That's what Jessup would say. You leave yeah. his out. Oh, Martin Mead knows Jessup. how to handle a lightsaber. Um, so after I love Meadalorian. Long live the Meadalorian. Meadalorian's king. Um, so lightsaber training. And then you've got an, just a, like an, an hour break where nothing happens. I guess you just stand in the foyer. Uh, then you've got 20 minutes of droid racing competition. I guess you watch that rather than participate. Um, then straight away, you, you go to build model ship. So you get to build again. It's only half an hour. So you're building a model ship for half an hour. And again, I'm not I wonder, I wonder, down on it. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if there's a guy like on board who's like, has to make sure everyone's doing their activities. I oh, know. Like, like, <laughs> you will have fun. Yeah, yeah, come on! You got half an hour. We're going to chop, chop. If you don't finish, you can't Shut keep it. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at you, Matt. That's it. Oh, come on, I'm you tired. Creep. I'm, I'm being thrown creep. around Galaxy's Edge all day. I'm knackered. Um, all I want is a back <laughs> tournament. Guess what? 
you, you learned for half an hour a day before. Now you've got a Sabak tournament from four to five. Um, I don't know who you're playing against. Sabak tournament. Then here, here's where it gets. I mean, this this part though would be quite nice. I think. See, get your tournament out of the way. Beat Lando. This part, I, I think. I this is a bit of me. I'd like this. You've got for half an hour cocktails at Sublight Lounge. Get a couple of cocktails. Half an hour. I oh, know. And then for an hour and a half, you've got a taste around the galaxy dinner. So I'm guessing you get um, a bit like tapas. You get different treats from around the galaxy. That's cool. Then you've got a unexpected story moment. Where, Scheduled in at 7.30. <laughs> which is exactly this. This one's longer. This is wow. an hour and 15 minutes. Wow, this, this, is, this is so longer. unexpected. <laughs> I know. I wasn't planning my watching this, but you have to put the heist action, put the heist into action or bring Whoa. the stolen ship aboard. If I'm if I'm leathered on cocktails, this isn't happening. But um, I just got to say well, that. Well, this and- is the thing. This, is the, this could be very fun. This is the if thing. You like, if you are leathered on cocktails. Yeah, like you know, we would be. I know British people have a reputation. <laughs> we and Ren would be tra- we trying going to abroad. put the heist into action and fall all over the place. <laughs> you you want to I'd be like, uh, sir, can you calm down a little bit? Uh, can you sir, stop saying you so good every yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you stop saying execution every five yeah. minutes? Please? Oh, I didn't um, hear that. Oh. There we go. Drink. Let me, oh, yeah, let me swig a bit of my cola. Here we go. Um, you I'll, I'll be you like, stop going. Oh, every five seconds. But once that's done, <laughs> I'm just gonna. I'm gonna get Matt. I'm gonna push him. I'm gonna push him against the, <laughs> the back table. We're gonna start fighting. Like, <laughs> I'm, gonna get, I'm gonna be like, hey. Gun gun, give me give me your finest. I'm gonna get proper into I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna be drowning you. We're gonna be the first <laughs> I get proper proper into character. I'm just gonna grab one grab someone. I don't like you. He doesn't like, like you either and start pushing people around. No, but like, sir, can you calm down? Can you calm down? I'm like, excuse me, I'm a smuggler. Yeah, that lightsaber training I did. Off goes your arm, son. Here we go. Start smacking his arm. <laughs> Why is it not working? Yeah. Um so that's an hour oh. and fifteen minutes for that. And then you've got uh, another round, 15 minutes of standing in the foyer before the spectacular finale, which I assume is um, either, base. either me and Luke being thrown out in a blaze of glory or fireworks or the Starkers are being blown up. Um, fireworks! <laughs> <laughs> fireworks. Uh, what else is a spectacular finale, this- man? A special finale. We're going to Earth <laughs> to, watch, to watch the Disney fireworks. They literally just open the windows. That's like you get out. You're not part of this. Get out. Um, so you can see a car park two, in between. Yes, day two oh. is day two is packed. But again, not meaning to be negative, Nelly. I generally not. I just find it hilarious. But day two is packed. But everything is kind of like chop, chop, chop. You've got twenty minutes, fifteen minutes, half an hour, forty-five minutes. You don't, I don't think you'd actually be able to appreciate what you're doing because you've always got your mind on the fact that you've got to go somewhere else in 20 minutes. Yeah. I don't honestly think you have enough time to really uh, get immersed in. So, And then you get day three, well, which I, is I'm, I am. I am assuming this is optional. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah. if it's not, if they're like, excuse me, where were you last night for back training? <laughs> Groovy gang. If where, uh, excuse me, uh, Mister um, Hudson, uh, where were you during the captain's reception? You've missed a vital part of information. I was, uh, that uh, I was made you to the mis- un- 
you completely misunderstood the unexpected story moment <laughs> at 7.30 p.m. every night. You weren't at Sabak lessons. Well, you're not allowed to come to the tournament, son. Um, like, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the, this is the tagline for the Galactic Star Cruiser. At 7.30 p.m. every night, expect the unexpected. <laughs> <laughs> Apart from day three, where you unceremoniously <laughs> booted out very quickly yes well well, do you want to this is the thing right they've got different deals here they've got different deals for day one day two day three but day three is breakfast breakfast and then um go home and they launch you into the stratosphere so and that's it yeah i mean obviously they've got to turn over the rooms and all that they've got to make it nice but um yeah and day one is already you already start at one o'clock and you're done by eight uh nine o'clock so, so listen what about this then what about busy, this? You, you you arrive at 1 p.m on day one 24 hours later it's 1 p.m on day two right yep 48 hours later you're out you're at the park and you've been out the park for a good few hours about four <laughs> hours. hours you're hitchhiking on, on international so drive really, you've got no money left it's not even really day three it's two nights and like two days, really, isn't it? But it's not even. Well, it is two days because the first one you do start at one. So, but mm. you get to go to Batu in between. However, you you're going to be staying there anyway. So chances are you're going to go there anyway. Yes, the but the on the plus side, you're on. You're in the rides. Rise of the Resistance, Smugglers Run, uh, and you get to go to Docking Bay Seven. So that's all done. You haven't got to worry about are you going to get in and all that. You're you're is in at those times, mate imagine so imagine matty boy we get to galaxy's edge and what what's the place where we eat uh Uh, we eat i'm talking docking bay seven and you're like wow what what a lovely i don't know what lovely crumpets um (laughs) how much oh that'd be 20 pound please yeah yeah well you know for a fact you know for a fact you're not getting free stuff Oh no! Like I don't, I don't mean you're getting free lunch. I mean, I mean, you, well, you might do, but I don't think you are. I mean, you're getting on the rides. Yeah, but you're isn't that, that mental? Isn't no, that I don't, absolutely yeah, that's what I mean. mental? If you're getting on the ride, so if I go to Galaxy's Edge and, and I'm not paying five grand, I may not get to go on the rides or whatever now. But so this guarantees you. But and of course, we're going to at the end when we kind of look at that and think, is that worth the price? That is going to factor into it. But yeah, you still, I assume you still got to pay for your. You, you, you grub and I, and the cocktails at Sublight Lounge. Uh, I mean, I'm going to be. For, I've got half an hour. I'm going to be smashing those back if in it, half an hour. If it's if it's all included, it oh, better man. be all included. It better be all included. If it like, isn't, I'm, like, I'm going to be like, look, mate, can I have uh, five gin and tonics to go, please, please. <laughs> yeah. But sir, it's eleven o'clock in the morning. Yes all inclusive yes. tapping him on the thought tapping it's him on not, the head all inclusive it's not though is it it's gonna be like uh, oh, maybe I, it is maybe tell, it is but somebody out there can I, tell me if i'm wrong or not but i can't see that it is i'm looking somewhere right now and uh admission to hollywood you, studios is included in the price as is all of your food and non-alcoholic beverages okay um, but as as this uh article from SF gate by Julie Tremaine says, you know, for 4,800 quid for two nights, they could probably, you'd think they could chuck in a space beer or two. And I'm with you on that for five grand at that cocktail reception. You can damn well put the cocktails on the tab. I mean, do you get a change of clothes? 
Uh, because I, I, I you look at know. the concept art, everyone is pretty much in Star Wars clothes. But imagine if, like, you're there and everything, and it, dude's just, like, there in, I don't know, like, a Chelsea T-shirt. <laughs> like, you're like, oh, yeah, leaving. so... Yeah, oh, yeah, nice to see um, there's a, a football fan or something. You're like, oh, you're right, mate. Where are you from? I'm from London. Oh, brilliant. That's not how it works. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's, it, they it, get beaten you, up you taken out. You're already, and with Galaxy's Edge, you don't mind that, but with Star Cruise, it's like, no, let's do this. Like, let's do it properly. And this there's is no it. guarantee. There's no guarantee that the people, like, you might be stuck with really lame people. Imagine that. Well, Imagine this is if it. you're just like with loads of it's, boring people that are just like, yeah. on it, but if, and you'd, you'd, you'd think that, you know, for that much money, that amount of money, people will get in on it, but there will be people who aren't. And that's fair dues. People just want to be able to say they've gone or they want to treat the kids or whatever. Uh, what I will say is the concept art does look wonderful, does look fabulous. So it looks like the sort of place I'd love to go. I mean, like the yeah, sunlight it looks lounge, mad, the, um, it looks fantastic. The restaurants and that, and just what the staff are going to be decked out in. The rooms look all right. Um, mm, <laughs> they, the rooms mm. do look a bit kind of starshipy, of course, but it I'm looks sure a bit like an very, easy, easy hotel. It does. It's like EasyJet <laughs> hotel. It does. It looks like something you'd see in like one of the ships on Alien. But uh, it, you know, I'm sure they're extremely comfortable. I'm not gonna. I, 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 you know, I'm just having a bit of fun with that. I bet they look better in person. Of course, I bet they look better in person. Listen, when when you walk through the door and everybody there is in character, that everything that's happening is as if you were there. The rooms, the service, and you're going to be blown away. I, I don't doubt for a minute that from a Disney standpoint and everybody involved. I don't doubt for a minute this would be spectacular. Do you know what I mean? It would yeah, be fabulous. Yeah, I think you're right. The only problem is that itinerary, for me, is so bish, bash, bosh, bish, bash, bosh, get out, get out, get out, next, next, next. That, And mm. like you say, it's probably optional. I'm sure, of course, it's optional. They're not going to make you do anything. But if you want to get uh, the you full don't know experience, <laughs> it's... You don't. Yeah, they, they, you don't they know. Might, where yeah, Mr. where Mr. were you, Matt? Matt, where were you during the outer rim regala? <laughs> where were you? Yeah, you try that again, Mr. Bly. That chip in your neck will blow your head off. What chip in my neck? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. And they just look at you and just wink. Again, Shapek comes on and winks. But yeah, but at the same time though, mate, you're paying four grand, five grand. Surely you want to get in as much of that itinerary as possible to think True. that you're getting your money's worth. So the million dollar <laughs> question or the Imagine five grand question. Oh, mate, you like, go oh. there and you've got a cold. The five grand question for you then, mate, and me and all our listeners. Mm. And this, mm. is, this is, of course, going to be divisive enough, but... With that, if if you went there tomorrow and you did every single thing on that itinerary, mm. I'm, I'm ignoring everything else you do on your holiday and all the all cool other things you do, just mm. for these two and a half days, and you've just dropped five grand on that. Are you? Do you feel? And we can't talk because we haven't been there. We don't know the experience. Hypothetically, <sighs> is that worth everything they want you to pay? I don't know. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I don't think it is. I think- I, I think they need to revisit this seriously well, I don't because think I do, I do like, I, I do think it's expensive. It, it should be expensive. I do think that. And I, I and I'd get that, you know, um, I, I, I have no idea where you'd start to try and price this kind of thing, but you know, maybe <laughs> if it were like two and a half grand or something, or maybe, you know, add an, it, add an extra day or two. Four, day, four, four, four and a half grand for four nights. That makes sense. Sp- spread right? it out. I mean, that's. Uh, do you know what? What's funny, mate? I did actually get a message from my brother-in-law 
um, who he saw this on like IGN and he sent it to me on Instagram. He went, what do you think, right? What do you reckon? I went, mate, I'm still digesting it. You know, to be honest, I think it's too expensive. What do you reckon? This guy isn't a Star Wars fan, but Lucas is way, he's mm-hmm. way into, like, I adore my brother. Like, he, he is, I really do respect his decisions on a lot of things. And he just went with this. He went, I think we should all go. Experience of a lifetime. Well, and isn't that interesting that like yeah because you know at the end of the day I, I i very specifically used the example of handbags earlier because yeah like people many 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 people think nothing of dropping a few g's on a handbag and i, I i'm actually one of those people that do get it i do get it especially because they they're, they're actually pretty good investments a lot of the time but anyway um unless they exper- go out of fashion mate experiences are something else there's something else and um yeah maybe maybe from a certain point of view this is worth a lot of money i'm not i I, i'm personally just not sold on their price point and i think i matty boy i think they'll change it i really do think they'll change it and i don't think there's going to be queues of people to get on this I, i i can't see how there is feasibly so many people that just can drop this money on this kind of thing but maybe i'm wrong maybe i'll be wrong but what Let's do you see, think well if if they do add for if, if they did four nights for four grand of course they're not making as much pretty green out of that you, you, you don't make as much money out of that of course because you get less people in over the course of months and a year because um you get the same block of people for four days so you're missing out on money so uh if they did four days they'd probably make it cost more money but I do generally think that this is for what you're getting. And again, I haven't been there. I don't know how immersive this is. I don't know how, how much my socks would be blown off at the sort of this. If I got there, it's all hypothetical, of course, but just by looking at the itinerary, if this is me, I fuck, I've said, I believe that I'm, it's quite rushed. There's a lot to get through Mm. in not a lot of time. And for the amount of money I'm paying, as a discerning yeah. gentleman, the amount of money I'm paying, here's my entitlement. I want more than that. I want to spend more time on each thing. Like lightsaber training. Great. I'm looking forward to that. You've got half an hour. Half an hour. You know I mean, okay. Fine. And I, yeah, again, I'm a 30-something-year-old man. Fine. But I want more for my money. And I don't mean give me freebies. I mean more time. Because for, for that much money... I could go for two weeks somewhere really nice. I may not be able to have a Star Wars hotel, but I could also, if it's five grand, because I've looked, go to Walt Disney World, go to Galaxy's Edge, spend two weeks there and see Florida and all the other parks there and still have a few quid change from five grand. Mm. That's what I'm thinking I could do. But if I've got the money, I still, my mindset, if I have the money, I still think I don't believe as of yet. This is value for money if I do the entire itinerary because there's just too much to do in too little time. I don't believe yeah. I could free, realistically enjoy Sabak training, Sabak lessons in half an hour. I'd have a laugh when I'm doing it, but would I feel shortchanged at the end of it? In my gut and in my heart and in my head, I do believe I would. I would love to do this. I would love to go to this. I'd love to feel what it's like and become immersed for two days and be like, feel like I'm there. But I just wouldn't want to feel like at the end of it, Hmm. I've my my wallet is so light now, and I don't really know what I got out of it, other than some cool memories. I maybe want a bit more than that. So yeah, maybe I am being ultra dismissive. Maybe I'm being too negative. I've also said how cool the idea is. So remember yeah. that. But 
I don't know, mate. For me, I don't think what's an offer at all justifies that exorbitant uh, price tag. I agree. I actually, I I really do agree. And, you know, this has actually been really fun to talk about. This is like one of the most real, like real life Star Wars conversations we've had. Probably want to do it, but yeah. 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 And yeah, it's just, it it, it is, it's, uh, it's a bit crazy, but there we go. We might, we might be completely wrong. We know there's people that do think otherwise, but, um, we wanted to end this segment because we had a feeling that this segment might be, it's a lot. It is a lot and there's a lot of juice, but you know, hopefully you guys have enjoyed it. But we wanted to end with something lighthearted as Matty Boy. What did you say earlier, Matty Boy? You're like news rounds do it sometimes. Yeah, they end with like the 10 o'clock news. So, you know, you've got a bit of doom and gloom because that's all we have in the world. But they'll always end with a story about a cat being rescued from a tree to end on a high that's note. It. That's it. So, um, apparently, uh, gospel singing legend Shirley Caesar, uh, has an incredible Star Wars home theater. And it's gone viral. So she has this huge mansion and she has a cinema room and it's filled with Star Wars and, and actually Star Trek. But let's be honest, Star Wars stuff. She yeah. has like Darth Vader. She's got like a stormtrooper in there. She's got like Phantom Menace poster. Really cool stuff. And you might be thinking, well, this is a bit random. Well, we thought we'd end the show with this because this is the person um, who we're talking about. She's kind of an internet legend. And now we know she's a massive Star Wars fan. So uh, big up, show. I got beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, rams, hogs, dogs, chicken, turkeys, rabbits, you name it! Look! I got beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, rams, hogs, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkeys, rabbits, you name it! Greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, rams, hogs, dogs, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkeys, chicken, turkeys, beans, greens. That's good news. This is Guy Henry, known for playing Grand Moff Tarkin in Rogue One, and you're listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. Right, we've had our fizzy pops. Now it's time to get onto the real stuff. We feel like we've got that off our chests now. And we've pulled up outside our favourite dusty drinking hole, the Bantina. So the only question to ask, my friend, is, shall we? Ah, let's do it. <sighs> yes. So, as we do each week for those new and old to the show, we sit down each week with the greatest listeners in the galaxy, which is obviously you lot, and we have a couple of Kef beers, whilst we get your thoughts on our main discussion. So, we wanted to know... What are you all thinking about the Galactic Star Cruiser? Yes, and to kick us off is absolute legend, friend of the show, Sithler246. Let's hear it. Uh, Hi, guys. Um, Both my wife and I are uh, big Disney fans, and obviously I'm a lifelong Star Wars fan. Uh, we normally don't hesitate to travel across the pond to attend a uh, Star Wars celebration uh, or spend a couple of weeks in Orlando every year uh, to visit the parks. Uh, but sadly, we've both had to draw the line at this. 
because um, it's just too expensive, really. Um, even if we were to share a room with um, some strangers, um, it would still be too expensive for the two of us for two nights, considering we'd still have the rest of the holiday to budget for. Uh, so we're going to give this one a pass, I'm afraid, until uh, Disney rethink their prices. I do think that they will because I don't see the Star Cruiser being a long-term success with these rates. Uh, because even if those that are lucky enough to go uh, are probably going to do so only just once. Um, so I'll be waiting patiently. <laughs> um, thanks for everything and may the force be with you. Wow, there we go. You know, once again, Matty Boy, you know, a big Disney fan, someone who doesn't doesn't really give a second thought about a Disney holiday. And you know, you're getting a you're getting a message like that. I think again that says a lot. What he actually meant to say was you want to go home and rethink your prices. That's what he meant <laughs> to say. So uh yeah, nice one, Sis Layer, mate. I think there'll be a lot of people who agree with you, but some who maybe who maybe are on the other side of the fence. Let's have a look. Mm. From the written responses Mark Walker Photo said, and we can charge anything we want, $2,000 a day, $10,000 a day, and people will pay it. Everyone's favourite blood-sucking lawyer, Donald Gennaro. And he was talking about a park where guests would see actual dinosaurs. Just saying, talk about life imitating art. Of course, that was a Jurassic Park reference. Uh, Matthew Mm. Chitty said, I've been planning a Galaxy's Edge trip, but these prices are crazy. I'd rather not be restricted to a three-hour visit to Batu and stay in a Disney hotel for a week. Shane Daly, friend of the show, says, just trying to get plans for an extension built for my gaff, but may see if the wife wants to do this instead. Scandalous money, really, though. And we had a voice message, first time as well, from Belle Zetifar on Instagram, otherwise known as Margot van der Velde. Here's what she had to say. Hello. I really cannot imagine myself saving money for a few years for this experience only to be spending two days there. And let's not forget about the plane tickets. $6,000 is the price you could pay for a two-week vacation somewhere wonderful. So, as Anakin would say, this is outrageous. But I like to believe that the prices will go down as time goes by. It's unfair. You're right. No, it's funny you say that because it's what uh, we mentioned in the show. And I think a lot of people will think that what you're getting, it may take a few people a few years to save for this. And what are you getting at the end of it? You know, two, Mm. three years hard graft at your job. So making a few cutbacks here and there is what you're getting at the end of it worth it. Maybe, maybe. Who knows? That itinerary may say otherwise to me, but maybe. So, Margot, honestly, thank you so much for your first ever appearance on the sessions. Yes, absolutely. And on the flip side of all this, there were actually a few comments uh, that were a little bit more favorable to the pricing and the Galactic Star Cruiser in general. Uh, Bounty Hunter Maya 2020 said, seems a bit expensive, but understandable. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lewis Bailey Books says, it's a honeymoon experience for the coolest people. <laughs> Mara Jade 1740 said, I'll probably do it at some point after bugs get worked out. I think it would be a waste as a fan vacay though, especially if not a huge Star Wars fan. I'd probably rather go with a Star Wars friend fan who is into it. Mm-hmm. And the amazing friend of the show. Emily Bonner sent us this voice note that might surprise you. Matty Boy, let's hear it. 
Surprise, surprise, Lando in disguise. I found out I'm wealthy this week. Uh, the cost of the Star Cruiser experience um, did not, in fact, shock me. Uh, I can pay it. I will pay it. Disney is already an expensive experience, just at a base level. So these numbers did not surprise me. As far as I'm concerned, I'm not here for a long time, but I am here for a good time, and I'm ready to be a smuggler. Who's with me? <laughs> well, um, so the real talk. That's it. That is it. And I, I do get it. I really do get it. And the more I'm thinking of other things that do cost like crazy money, you do, you do kind of sit back and think, yeah, you know, people do spend like crazy money on stuff, you know, and maybe this experience is worth it. I don't know. My, my gut is still saying no, but I, it's still awesome hearing like people who are just looking at it completely different to, you know, like you and I, May Boy. And I think that's lovely in a way. Yep. And, uh, and trust Emily to come up with the filth there. She's a wonderful person. And yeah, this is it as well. If it is mm. within your wheelhouse to do, tell us, tell us all about it when you get there. If anyone is go, who, listening is, go, is going to go, we want to know all about it. We want to know, your, was, was it worth it, the experience? I want somebody to come and tell me and say, listen, Jabba, mate, this is filth. This is worth it. You see, this is worth 10 grand, in fact. That's <laughs> that is, and I genuinely would like somebody to say that. Um, yeah. So, Emily, thank you for that. Uh, and finally, to round us off, we've got Sticky Pop, who uh, who gave us this uh, little nugget. I just paid 56 quid for one night at a Premier Inn near Euston Station. That's my league. Sticky <laughs> Pop, it's my kind of fella. That's it, Premier Inn, Danny O's Station. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm with you at the minute, though, mate, with that Sticky Pop. Uh, but then again, there's some sights and sounds to see at the Premier Inn near Euston Station, I imagine. So, uh, Thank you, everyone, who... Um, commented or sent in messages for us this week it was uh there was a lot of people who wanted to comment about it it seems to have um caused a bit of discussion in the star wars universe so we just wanted to say thank you for everyone's opinion on this and if you didn't hear yourself on this week's edition of the bantina do keep sending in your messages and we'll do everything we can to get you into a future episode or edition of the bantina for extra content Go to patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. You know it's going to be so good. Best podcast. Best podcast. That's right. It is the <laughs> spiciest part of the Budabut Bantina is the patron question section. And to start us off is our boy from Malta, Eve Evangel, who says, Longer one. Sorry. But there are some cornerstones that can't be ignored. Spicy start already, Eve. I love it. <laughs> uh, Leia says in her message to Obi-Wan, years ago, you served my father in the Clone Wars. So she can't really be aware of what's going on. Okay, she is young, but still. And how can there be interactions with Inquisitors without the Empire investigating it? Thoroughly. Vader told Obi-Wan when I left you, and that's a crucial plot hole they probably want to fill. I was but the learner, now I am the master. So that opens up new possibilities. My guess is that's exactly when Vader enters the scene like he did in Rebels. I actually assumed Hayden would be mostly, or would mostly be, in de-aged flashbacks. 
Why hire a face character to hide him under a helmet 99% of the time? And that finally brings me to my actual question. With scenes from Revenge of the Sith being shown in animated form in Season 7 of The Clone Wars, do you think there is a chance that they will do it the other way round? And we will get a live version retelling of some snippets from The Clone Wars. Wow, what a question. Uh, Matty boy, what are you saying about Eve's absolute mental question? What are you saying, mate? Ah, because a good shout. This, this all relates to tie-ins to the Kenobi show. So, um, Leia, mm. in her message over on Kenobi, uh, I'm assuming that her, the, the, the first time she ever heard an Obi-Wan Kenobi was after that scene in Rogue One where Bale and Mon Mothma were having a chat. And he's like, oh, you know... I'll, I'll get a message mm. to my Jedi. I would trust you with my life. I imagine mm. Bale was literally like, right, you need to get a message to this geezer. He w- I, I worked with him during the Clone Wars. He's our only hope. I can imagine it was kind of like, you know, like a stay at a galactic star cruiser. Like, come on, quick, quick, quick. Um, <laughs> so I imagine that he was just relaying information. That's why she's like, you know, you served my father in the Clone Wars. You are my only hope. Um, mm. So I'm, I'm sure she probably doesn't know anything about that. She probably, kn- she probably knows about the Clone Wars, of course, but not necessarily about obi-wan kenobi so um you know that's how i kind of see that in terms of her and obi-wan the first time she ever heard of him was uh, after that scene in rogue one the interactions Mm. with the inquisitors now that is the um interesting one now because yeah if if you'd have to assume the inquisitors died but then they they must be able to trace or track the movements of these inquisitors you know if they know that two inquisitors or one inquisitor is killed you know who did it they sure surely they'd investigate it vader is the boss of the inquisitorius and we all know vader isn't exactly the most sympathetic but if his if his like supreme soldiers are being cut down you know whilst looking for jedi that's going to pique his interest so um that would then surely lead into the when i left you line and obviously we don't know how it's going to play out is vader going to find out that the Inquisitors have died. Obi-Wan's the one who's killed them. He's come after Obi-Wan. They have a scrap, maybe ends in a draw. You know, Vader still isn't the master because he hasn't beaten his old, uh, his old master. But I, that's, I, that's the only thing I can assume they're going to bring in Vader. It's the only way I can re- they really assume that the rematch of the century is going to come because Obi-Wan's had a run-in with an Inquisitor and that's what's picked the, that's the only thing I can think of that works. Uh, mm. Hayden's growing out his hair. We know that. So I think we're going to get those flashbacks because last time I checked, he had all of his hair burnt off on Mustafar. So he doesn't need it. Um, mm. and, and that bit at the end, I did think, oh, that is, that's pretty filthy. The idea of animated scenes being shown in live action. But then at the same time, I thought, I don't think it has as much, uh, I don't know why. I don't I don't know. It doesn't get me as much. Like seeing Revenge of the Sith scenes, you know, in the film, you know, film is, you know, the A tier for whatever, everything. Seeing mm. those in can in animated form is pretty cool. The idea of seeing a scene in the Clone Wars in live action would be fun, but there may also be that moment where I just don't get, I just don't notice it until afterwards, and I look online like, oh, that was a pivotal scene in the Clone Wars that I forgot about. So, I would, you know, for me, I would like it, but I would also like if they just gave us something new. Let's build on that friendship that Obi Wan and Anakin supposedly had, which they started to show in Revenge of the Sith. They showed it in the Clone Wars, but let's give up the live action fans, you know, if they're going to do flashbacks, show us, you are my brother, you know, show us a couple of moments that symbolise when they were brothers, 
ones that we haven't seen. Hit us in the fields with new Hayden and Ewan footage. That's what I want. But if they do give us something from the Clone Wars, hey, that makes sense because they've got it. But, you know, you and Hayden, can you just study this cartoon for three days and then copy it? Um, I'd rather them do something new, but it would be pretty cool if you ask me. So, uh, honestly, Eve, you're a legend. Thanks for that, mate. Yes, absolutely. This this question is absolutely mental. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, it, once again, Eve, you're very good at looking at these kind of things and maybe looking at them at an alternative point of view. And, yeah, I think you're right. I think that's definitely a possibility because I think I've said this a few times. Well, why would you get Hayden in? Like, they didn't mm-hmm. get Hayden in to do Rogue anything in Rogue One, did they? Like, what's uh, the point? No, they can't have used his, likeness, his scarred likeness, but he wasn't actually there. No, and you can... Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, in my head, it's like, it's so... It's a no-brainer. It really is a no-brainer. I know we did our Obi-Wan show recently, or new show recently, that kind of went over this. And it it, it really does feel like a no-brainer. And I think with the Clone Wars thing, bring it on. Bring it on. We've recently had... And feel free, if if things need to change for... for, to, To help you know the the live action the delivery of the live action mm-hmm. then I, i'm i'm cool with that i am actually cool with that so dude i'm i'm just so excited for this obi-wan show the more i think about it i mean even recently um who is it um in indira varma said mm-hmm. i think only, i think only like this week she said they've made a beast that feels like an independent film you know talking about ewan mcgregor and (laughs) deborah chow you know she's she's calling this show like a beast you know no one has to do that Mm -hmm. they don't have to say that so yeah i'm really excited mate really 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 excited nice well there you go blado ren has spoken uh we'd love to know everyone's thoughts on that as well you know what we always say what do you think about everything that Eva's just dropped? All the dirt that Eva's kicked our way. What do you think about it? And um, speaking of somebody who always, always got something pretty cool to bring to the party, is a man who loves a party, Scott Fisher, Essex Scott. He said, uh, hi lads, from the comforts of Army Training Centre in Purbright. My question for the month is kind of a touch on one of my previous questions on the show before the Bad Batch series started. This does, of course, contain spoilers from the show. And looking at Scott's question, about midway through the season, this would mid to late two thirds of the way through the season, this would this would um, touch upon. So, continuing with Scott's question, with the last episode on Ryloth, this question is a week or two old, showing the early signs of clone disobedience, even with the chips still in place. Do we reckon my theory of a full-blown clone rebellion? as played in the original Star Wars Battlefront 2, is going to happen. As it wasn't just Captain Hauser, uh, some of his men also rebelled as well. What do you think Essex Scott, Captain Hauser, always makes me think of Captain Howdy from The Exorcist, if you've seen the film, you get it. Um, And the Army Training Centre in Purbright, it's um, very close to uh, my my digs and my brother, Sean, our digs of Woking, Purbright's just around the corner, lovely part of Surrey. Uh, and again, a very, yeah, very military area. So, um, the Clone Rebellion. Now, of course, for those who have heard the Bad Batch recaps, you'll probably know a bit more about this. What I will say on that is I I still think it can happen. I think we, and I mentioned this on the recap, no spoilers for the recap, but I said I still think a Clone Rebellion can happen. Where that happens, I don't know. Whether it's 
um, on Camino. Who knows? Or it's going to be somewhere else. Um, I still think it can happen. There, we know, there are still clones out there. We've seen that there have been disobedience in clones. Some are loyal to the Empire. Others aren't. They, unless they're just going to all be executed off screen or have or be deactivated or whatever, they're going to go insane in the membrane. I don't know, but um, there, there can still be a clone rebellion. But we know we're getting a second series as well. So let's bear that in mind, Lukey boy. We're getting a second season of The Bad Batch. We don't have to get the Clone Rebellion this season. How poignant would it be if the show just, you know, the ended after two, three seasons with that Clone Rebellion and we kind of got to say goodbye to the majority of those clones, but they went out like they lived as soldiers and they went out fighting. I think that'd be pretty cool, man. Yes, Matty boy. Um... It's a really, really good answer there. And Scotty Boy, I mean, that is a quality, quality question. Very on topic right now. Um, if you've not listened to the, to the recap that we did for uh, last week's show, I did say that. I was actually, spoiler, very, very mild spoiler, but I was really hoping for a clone trooper versus stormtrooper scenario mm-hmm. in this season of Bad Batch. And it doesn't look like right now we're going to get that. Um, I'm really really desperate to see that um and like what you said scott like the the battle the original star wars battlefront 2 um mission that's what i thought of too mate that is what i thought of too and i absolutely i adore that and i think it'd be really cool and it'd be a really nice way to again like we saw with the almost like a goodbye to a massive chunk of the prequel era with mm-hmm. the bombing of uh Topo- is it topoka city in yep. it's topoka city on Camino with the bombing of that, that is a huge like goodbye to the, to that part of the prequel era, which is weird to think because the prequels ended in 2005, but it's another like page turned. And I, I, I think the stormtrooper versus clone trooper thing would just be a, 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 a bigger version of that. You know, the, the new era of soldier taking on the old era of soldier and, and, and really, um, making them redundant, you know, yeah. and it's um, I, I would love to see that, man. I'd really love to see that. I do think, and I think Matty Boys helped us with this a little bit. Um, I think we'll probably see that in season two, but let's see. Mm-hmm. We've not seen the finale yet, so you know, it might be a chat and absolute rubbish. But um, yeah, <laughs> never. I, 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 I genuinely, I genuinely think you know, maybe next season. Maybe next season. But it's a great question, Scott. And thanks for sending that in, man. Yep, nice one. And on your point, mate, there may not be many more chances to see a clone wall, clone trooper versus stormtrooper uh, battle. So uh, if not now, when? When right. does it become now, Director Krennic? Um, no. So, yeah, Scotty boy, thank you, mate, for that. Eve, thank you as well. We want to hear you guys' thoughts on everything. You've just heard the questions you've heard. What are your thoughts? What are your answers to that? We'll be back again with some more Patreon questions next week. Bartender, sorry about the mess, but our time is up for this week in the Bantina. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Star Wars Sessions game.
Walker. Boom! Yes! This week, it's my turn to host. Yeah. If you're new to the show uh, and you haven't got to yeah. this section yet, it's our little part where we play a game with each other. And each week, we alternate who's going to host it. And this week, it's my turn to host. So, Luke, do you want to know what you're getting up to this week? Uh, Matty boy, yes, please. Tell me, what what am I going to do? Right, it's a truncated one this week, because this one, this is one I can go on for hours, but I won't make it so. Make it so, Star Trek. Um, oh. So, basically, there's a uh, there's a new galactic star cruiser that's opened in a place called Bar 2. Affordable, I've heard. Um and <laughs> you're part of the uh, you're part of the team behind the entertainment. So you've got to coach actual members of the galaxy far, far away. The characters we've grown up knowing and loving. You've got to train them because they've each got to sing a song at the opening of the Galactic Star Cruise. Now, you don't have to sing that song. However, I'm going to give you a character. And as their vocal coach, you've got to match them with a real life song that they're going to sing at oh. the opening of the Galactic Star Cruiser. Oh my word! What a fantastic game. Yeah. Okay, I would yeah, make let's it, do it. But I'm gonna, let's I'll, I'll spare you this week, mate. So, let's do it. Uh, Come on, then. DJ, let's hit that. Let's hit that play button. Yeah. Fun. Right. So the first first person coming through the door who really sees himself as a crooner. What song would you give Uncar Plutt to sing at the launch? Uncar Plutt. Well, he's got a funny bit of a funny voice. <laughs> Maybe. Fine. Um, you maybe uh, you can call me Ankar, um, <laughs> a cover of you know the obviously Paul Simon song. You gonna so. sing it? Yeah, and he's you can call me Ankar. <laughs> Imagine him doing Louis Armstrong. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, every Pixar film ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Randy uh, Newman, whatever his name is. Um, oh yeah, right. that's it. That's, that's it. it. That's I can think of his name. Getting them mixed up. Yeah. So you can call me Ankar. Next up, walking through the door is we think is uh, Grand Moff Tarkin. Grand Moff Tarkin, um, Mundian Tabaki. <laughs> by Punjabi MC <laughs> you know I'm, I'm sure our international listeners get that yeah the what ding 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 my two Brit, um, my two brother-in-laws, uh, they they like put me on their shoulders and were lifting me up and down during their my wedding. Uh, all those I don't know if it's, cocktails. Yeah, I don't know if it's um, I don't know if it's videoed anywhere, but honestly, put on the Patreon. Brilliant. Get yeah. on that yeah, Patreon. Yeah, I'll, I'll try and find it. I'll try and find it. And imagine right, who's next? Who's next? Who's next? Uh, next up, can you imagine what uh, General Hux would have to sing? Uh, Hux. I don't know. Maybe um, when you're gone, talking about his ability to move. <laughs> you know, like the Brian Adams song. I was, I was hoping you meant that because I think that's the only one I know called When You're Gone. Brian <laughs> Adams and Mel C. That's right. Yeah. Funny video. When you're gone. Yeah. So, yeah, it is. Yeah. So, probably that. But then he gets killed not long after that, doesn't he? Well, Donal has. Does he? Brian, no. hair. Brian Adams doesn't know or Hux he's got well Hux survived a few more hours so during that during those hours he's singing some Brian Adams and Mel C yeah, so. okay. I can totally see what about um, what about Maz Kanata Maz Kanata 
uh, Kiss Prince. Kiss, you know, so that's the mads. One more then. Again, this is going for hours. I've got a list of like 10 here. But um, okay. let's, 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 let's put it back a bit now. Mon Mothma. Mon Mothma. Um, Mothma. Stuck in a Mothma with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is so stupid. Steelers this is plans. So That's it. Oh, that, that, yes, mate. <laughs> okay, yes. all right. I know I said yes, last one, mate. but come on. I was... That was quality. Very quick, Matt. Thank you, Matt. Very quick. Yes, Steelers will. Come on. What, Watto. Last one, Watto. Watto. Oh, it's got to be a special one for... Fascination. <laughs> Fascination. <laughs> Alphabet. They were Danish, weren't they? They were I Danish, swear that was yes. like- that was like the only song I knew that they did. Alphabet, man. I saw Alphabet. Shut up. They, Where did you They supported Alphabet? Lady Gaga on her fame tour back in like 2000 and, I don't know, eight, nine, maybe. I don't know when it was, but Alphabet <laughs> were the support. And I thought, who are these I feel, guys? I feel like we're missing the point of that sentence that Matty Boy went to the Lady Gaga tour. In oh, where, what, 2009? That's kind of a big deal. Eight or nine, that was. I think it was going along those lines. Yeah, it's a fame You tour. You love a bit of Gaga, don't I you? I am a little monster. I do. I saw all of her tours apart from the last one or two because one of them I was in Belgium and the second one, oh. I don't know where I was, but I was just somewhere. I, could, I didn't see Dimsky, though, which is a problem but up in Belgium. But next time I go to Belgium, me and the Belgian Bond, Belgian Bond, Bly and Jabber, we're going to go out for a couple of Belgian beers. Uh, for a bonding off, session. For, exactly, yes, for a bonding session. Um, oh. But that went slightly off, tar- off topic there. So that is the game for this week. There are the uh, people who will be launching the Galactic Star Cruise. And suddenly now I don't feel so bad about paying the prices if I get to hear those characters sing those songs. So nice one, Bly. Uh, mate, absolute pleasure. You absolutely, a Great, great, great game, mate. Great game. Well, well done. Good job. Good, Good job. Why I'm here. So uh, that was it. <laughs> Episode one hundred and twenty-five. That's that for this episode. One, two, five of Star Wars sessions. But the fun doesn't end there because no one's ever really gone. Where can the world find us, Master Blywalker? They can find us at starwarsessions.co.uk. Search for us on social media. Just search Star Wars Sessions on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, the lot. I, I, you know, just search Star Wars Sessions. We will be there. Do you fancy appearing on the show? Yes, of course you do. Send us a voice note. We love voice notes. Send them uh, to hello there at starwarsessions.co.uk. Yes, please do. We're on Anchor FM, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn. Everywhere in the galaxy you can find the podcast, you're going to find us there. And if you love our show, please consider leaving us a good review on your podcast provider of choice. Five stars really helps us out an awful lot. And do the same over at podchaser.com if you have a spare few minutes. It's awesome over there. It's the IMDB for podcasts. Every review and every five stars helps us more than you know, helps us grow, helps get more people listening. Plus, we get more and more engagement with the best Star Wars fans in the galaxy. And please tell all your Star Wars friends about us. Tell your mum, tell your dad, tell your mates, tell your cats, tell the accountants over at Disney World. Tell your Ewok, tell your cousin, the more the merrier. <sighs> the castle spicier. Yeah, tell Ankar Plot, this is the podcast he's looking for. So until next time from me, 
See ya. And from Luke. May the force be with you always. What? Luke. Watto. <laughs> Salactic <an> guitar cruiser. <laughs>